All right, happy Friday, everybody. Welcome to the Freedom Ring, where we continue the battle against mainstream media and what they're uh, either lying about or not telling you about at all. I'm Matt Toledo. This is Brother James. It is Friday, March the 3rd. Biden's big F.U. to East Palestine, Ohio continues. (laughs) It's not even funny. It's not funny at all. And uh, we got some words from the mayor, because Stumbling Joe... I talked to the mayor. The mayor's is that what he said? I, I was listening to his interview, and he said I talked to the mayor. He's he, like there's he, more than he one. talked to every uh, official there except the mayor, and he said he didn't call me at all. And it's just a big slap in the face. He, so. he said governors. I think I've talked to the governors. And Something. I'm like, sure, Jim. Well, I could see him and uh, Dewine. Every time I see him now, I think of tapioca pudding. <laughs> With some not, slippers uh, shuffling. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> not even going to go there. Uh, Fauci's going to get the old ouchie <laughs> from his new roommate when he gets into prison. You think so? Yeah, I think Let's so. Let's hear about it. I think uh, you're not going to see very much of him. He's going to be MIA for a while. If he's not already, not already on Guantanamo Bay, I'm not sure. But we'll get into that while he's so nervous right now. And Bill Gates, Bill Gates guarantee um, to get you one, one way or the other. This guy is wanting a piece of everything, and it's so obvious he's uh, part of that demonic uh, party that is just trying to basically commit genocide. If it's not the food, if it's not the actual jab, it's what he just purchased recently. And this is this is scary, man. Uh, search The Freedom Ring on Rumble, BitChute, and Brighteon. We pe- appreciate everybody watching the videos and... Uh, since Brother James came on board, I'm seeing an increase. My wife, uh, her ego took a little bruise. She said, they didn't like me! <laughs> I'm like, no, honey, we were just talking about something different, that's yeah. all. So We appreciate the expanding yeah, audience. Thank you for watching, we appreciate you. Also, everybody listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Yahoo Podcasts. Uh, we're on Stitcher as well. Again, you're searching The Freedom Ring. Give us a follow, like, and a share, and subscribe if you can, please. We appreciate that in advance. Search also The Freedom Ring Show on Facebook. Random stories that we come across throughout in between episodes. Obviously, links to all the episodes. And uh, The Freedom Ring Podcast on Truth Social. And drop us in. I forgot to check email today, man. But uh, freedomringshow at gmail.com. Fired. Today's moment of faith, uh, it was inspired by something I was just going through a couple of days ago. In fact, I called you and consulted you so you could kind of talk me off the ledge. I want to talk about doubt uh, because we all have bouts with doubt quite often, actually. Uh, two days ago, uh, I was going through mine. And uh, one thing I've always done on, on the air in my radio career is... Um, be vulnerable. So I put pretty much put everything out there as you do and already have. I would say I'm transparent. I wouldn't say I'm vulnerable. That's just me, though. Whatever. Tomato, tomato. Um, so I'm, I'm mentioning this because not only am I going through it, I'm, hopefully if you're going through it as well, doubting whatever, something um, recently blocked my next move in the business venture that uh, that I'm pursuing, um, I didn't know if it was the devil threatened by my slash our next move, or if it was God himself telling me that uh, this path that I'm considering is the wrong move. And No, 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 no. I shut that door on purpose. 
go over here. So I was on the verge of a nervous breakdown on Wednesday. That's an overstatement, but mm-hmm. you get my point. But it was yeah. enough to uh, stir up the doubt within me. So uh, in uh, the Bible, Proverbs 3, verses 5 and eight, uh, five through 8, the Bible says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make straight your path. Be not wise in your own eyes. Be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. It will be healing to your flesh and refreshment to your bones. Also, Matthew twenty-one twenty-one, And Jesus answered them, Truly I say to you, if you have faith and do not doubt, you will not only do what has been done to the fig tree, but even if you say to this uh, mountain, be taken up and thrown into the sea, it will happen. Um, by doubting, you know, I read that and I say, by doubting that you will get that next job or doubting that he or she will say yes or that business venture will take off, doubting that the U.S. government will someday be turned around and and held accountable for the hell that it's creating. By doubting anything and everything, we get in the way of what God already has planned for us, which is something that you were reiterating to me over the phone. Instead, we need to live in the in live in the faith. Ask him for the fa- ask him for let me say that again. Ask him for the faith that you need to envision what he wants you to have. Ask him how his uh, how to visualize what he's already planned for your life, and then you have to live by expecting it. Um, you can do that for your own sobriety. You can it can apply to everything. You have to. Uh, you can elaborate a little bit, please. Um, you went through some issues and stuff like that. I mean, did did it work for sobriety? What's that? Um, did you ever go through a period where you were questioning whether or not you could get through it? And straighten up and put certain ghosts behind you? I would say my first year of being a Christian, because I, I gave my life to Christ and got sober basically at the same time. And the first six months I lived in a um, faith-based you know, uh, rehab, whatever you want to call it, but it wasn't really rehab. It was just like, I, anyways, uh, it was a, it was a great place. But when I left there, I was in that building so much, you know, I wasn't, I didn't have any of life's, you know, stressors or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I found out real quick every single time something would set me off. I would go back. I, I had problems with drinking there for a little bit, but when I realized that, I don't have to do it on my own. I was relying on myself and what I found out, and it's the Bible way, is that I absolutely need the Holy Ghost to help me to do anything. I'm not saying everything like brush my teeth, you know, take a shower, but in the I, I totally depend on the strength of the spirit of the living God that's inside me to help me get through rough times because there, there are going to be challenging times in life. And... Just to what, what my thoughts were, what you were talking about, I, I had a couple actually. The first one was in the book of Galatians, which is the New Testament. The Bible says, don't grow weary in well-doing, for in due season you'll reap a harvest. There are some things that we, we, we have to sow into and we have to work towards. And uh, we were talking about this on the phone, and I'm not saying this is you, but some some people want results Right then and there, mm-hmm. when you know 
the Bible is referring to it as, you know, a time of basically sowing and, and reaping. There's a time to sow and there's a time to reap. So right now, there's sowing going on, and it, it takes time for the harvest to come in on certain mm-hmm. things. Some harvests we get in, in this Christian walk like that. There's some things that we got to wait months. Some things we got to wait years. Some things are way down the line, but we don't lose faith in it because we know if we're standing on God's word and we're standing on his promises that he's given us because we have a covenant with God and God's not a man that he should lie. And he, the Bible says he stands over his word to perform it. Mm-hmm. And whatever he sends out to do, whatever word he sends out to do, it completes his task. So we know that God's going to take care of us. And there's just one thing that, that I want to say. Which this, is the hard part for like, people like me and my situation two days ago living in that faith and now expecting it you know you know what i'm talking it's about. okay to expect it it's okay that your faith is faith is risk faith is stepping out when you know because the bible says we walk by faith not by sight so i might not see it but it's there i i have to believe it the faith faith the faith that i have is yeah, I might not see it in the natural, but it's there. I know mm-hmm. it's there. The Bible says, call the things that be not as though they were. I'm speaking it. I'm speaking the power of life and death are in the tongue. I'm speaking life over the situation. And that's the hard part for a lot of people because they need they need a physical sign, as do I. You know, I'm, I mean, I'm not going to say, you know, this is what you should do. Our we phys- all need to do it. Our physical senses, our emotions, God gave them to us, and they're beautiful things. But in the Christian walk, you can't rely on your physical and your emotional senses. We have to rely on our spirit, on the Holy Spirit. The supernatural. Yes. And there's one thing I want to say, because I, and I'm not trying to like knock or anything, but when you were talking about faith, when you were saying, hey God, give me faith. There's the only way to get faith, this is the Bible way to get faith, because I've come across, and I'm not saying this is you, but... I've been saved for almost almost a decade now, and I hear people pray. They say, oh, they're praying for more faith. Well, if I could get faith by praying for it, bro, I wouldn't leave my house for about a year. I would go in my house and bankrupt my family and just... Just Live be, off of faith. And just be praying for faith, and then I'd come out this spiritual giant if, that, if that's how I got faith. The way you get faith as a believer, which is the Bible way, the Scripture says faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. You want to know how to build your faith? God's word. It, the way to build up your faith on the inside of you is God's word. Whether it's you reading it, whether it's you listening to the man or woman of God preach it, that is how we build our faith is by God's word, by hearing God's word. So I just want to say that so people, because I don't, I don't know, this might be you, this might not be you out there, but the way to get Bible faith is to hear God's word, is to open God's word. That's what we stand on as Christians. That's what we use to get through this life. It's it's an open manual for, for living. For the, every situation we can go through in life, we can absolutely depend on God's word. And, and this is what's cool is this ties in to doubt, I believe, when... And I'm not saying this is you, and I'll stop saying that. If it is, say it. No, check this out. Wuss. Many Christians, I'm talking to some viewers, this might be you, this might not be you, but many Christians doubt many things in their life because they don't have an understanding of God's word. I love, Matt was reading out of Proverbs chapter 3. I read 
the if it's the third, I read the third proverb. You know, the on the fourth, I read, I read a proverb every day because it's a it's like a roadmap for for daily living. And in it, it talks about getting skillful, godly wisdom, understanding, and knowledge. When you and and it's basically referring to God's word. When you have an understanding of God's word, when you have a knowledge of God's word, the Bible says that we should. Write it on the tablet of our heart, and that's in Proverbs. When you write God's word on the tablet of your heart, it starts wiping that doubt out, man. And to go to myself, I'll be transparent. When when I first got saved, I had very little knowledge of God's word. So I was constantly running into, you know, I was constantly stumbling and having all these crazy doubts in my life. But when I started to really dive into God's word, and build that faith up on the inside. When a situation would arise, I could be like, hey, no, actually, the Bible says this. or And that might seem corny to some people, man, but that's just what it is, man. It's God's word. It's infallible. It's the truth. It's everlasting. The Bible says that the word of God is like a hammer, that it's like a fire, that it's sharper than any two-edged sword, and it cuts down to the bone marrow. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's the word of God is everything, and if you don't grasp it and get a hold of it and try to get understanding and knowledge in it you're gonna have a rough life well this this might be a uh, perfect scripture to wrap that up with is romans 14 verse 23 uh but whoever has doubts is condemned if he eats because the eating is not from faith for for whatever does not proceed from faith is sin so let that uh be your deterrent i guess pretty powerful right I, li- I I enjoy your devotionals, man. I think you're. What do you call them? moments of faith? The moments of faith. Yeah. It's coming soon. We're and gonna the have, reason we're gonna have an LED screen behind us and gonna say Matt's moment of faith, <laughs> sponsored by your business. <laughs> um, no, the reason why is uh, you know when everything happened to me in my radio career, and I I just sat on my back patio one night and I said, where what. what uh, what do you want me to do? Whatever it is, I promise I'm going to put you forth or front and center. And that's the why the moment of faith is at the very beginning of this podcast. And our next venture, it will also be at the beginning of that broadcast. Um, no, but uh, everything I do for now, you know, society is lacking God so much. We are so in a, in a dark space and seeing the... Uh, the, uh, revivals and stuff like that, and, you know, not only nationwide but worldwide now. It's society's hungry for it. Soci- I, I said before that God's on His comeback tour right now, and anything that I do, whether it's related to radio or podcast or you know, faith-based motivational speaking, it's all going to have God right at the front because uh, He's been put aside. He's been kicked aside. He's actually stepped aside. And now he's stepping back in. Because I don't think he ever truly accepts his invitation to get out. How can you leave your own party? You know? I'm not leaving this party. It's my house. <laughs> I built this thing. You know what I mean? So, um, anyway. That's why the uh, moments of faith are at the top of the show. And will remain there. Uh, so you don't want to doubt yourself. You don't want to doubt God. You certainly don't want to doubt your faith. If you want to doubt anything or anybody, let it be Joe Biden. Um, he says he uh, he says he's going to visit East Palestine, Ohio, quote, at some point. Yeah. Uh, he said, I, I've sp- spoken 
with every official in Ohio, Democrat and Republican, on a continuing basis, as in Pennsylvania. Uh, That's what he said just yesterday. He said he's going to be implementing an awful lot through the legislation here, and I I will be out there at some point. Just like the southern border, right? Just like you and your czar, your VP. She went to Texas... And still never went there. You guys are a bunch of zeros. Kamala Harris. <laughs> so uh, East Palestine uh, Palestine Mayor Trent Conway said, quote, that was the biggest slap in the face. Tells you right now that he doesn't care about us. He continues, he, he says he can send every agency he wants to. But I found out this morning in one of his briefings that he was over there in Ukraine on Monday, which was what President's Day giving millions of dollars away to people over there and not us. I'm furious. On President's Day here in our country, he's over in Ukraine, tells you what kind of guy he is. So, who, did you, who did you talk to, Joe? You know, I, He doesn't even know who he talked to an hour ago. Right, you're, you're right. If anybody, he talked to DeWine, and you saw how DeWine changed his whole story. Suddenly the drinking water's fine. Suddenly the soil's fine. And Meanwhile, on site... Right. Talk to the people that live there. Nothing's going right. And you, you know what? I heard some really, oh man, it was, a, it was I forget who it was, but it was a reporter from a, a, a bigger mainstream whatever, and they were like, why don't the people just move? Like, East Palestine, Ohio is a poor, it's mostly, it's Not everyone can poor. just move. Yeah. And so I, so there was a lady that was being interviewed, and she was really upset. She has like three kids. And she's like, I can't even afford to stay in a hotel across town. Let alone, she's like, I have to stay here because I can only afford my mortgage right. and my groceries right. and my gas and be going to work. I don't have this extra money. Was to this be an moving elected official town. that said this? Uh, Somebody that's in office of some sort? No, it was it was it was some. You know, media left, hack. Yeah, some left okay. media. Like, why don't they just move? Like, people, it's all the not same. Everyone can just get up and move, lady. It's all the same. They live in a bubble that is completely separated are, from the actual Americans. These they, are poor, hurting people, right? And the reason why the president hasn't been there because it's poor, hurting people, right? He doesn't associate with poor, no. hurting people. He associates with money, right, and power. That's it. He hates rich white men, but yet he is a rich white man. <laughs> then the people the that logic, continue voting yeah. for this BS, I'm like, are you listening? Yeah. The guy that's saying it to you is talking about himself. Exactly. And what have they done for huh? it? Not only, uh, I mean, what, it's mostly a uh, pretty much a poor white community. But whether it's a poor white community or a poor black community or a poor Skin Hispanic yeah, community. Guess what? And I'm just going to say it. The Democratic Party is always like, vote for us. We're going to take care of you. How long have these people been in office? And what have they done for poor Man. communities? They've made them worse. Look at, look at Chicago. Look it's at Detroit. Shootout Central. Shootouts. I mean, there, there's it's, murders. It's and, been Democrat run for the exception of maybe one mayor in the 90s. I forget who he was in Detroit. Um, mayor Archer, maybe. But since, like... The 60s, they had a guy by the name of Colin Young. Um, from that on to now, I mean, when you when you think of Detroit, it used to be the mecca of the, of the automotive, and it was like the yeah, backbone man. of the world. They had great sports teams, too, man. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about 
industry. No, I'm saying that, that brought money to the, yeah, it was a place you would industry. go. Yeah. It was the backbone of the world. That's where the automotive industry, it was the main hub. People were flocking from all over the country to try to get a, a job in Detroit, and it was just on fire back in the 50s. Not literally. <laughs> that came in the 60s. And then once the Democrats took over, that big business monster that it was, it just took a crap, and it's been crap since. And you want to continue voting for the same party that's continuing to keep it crap? Yeah, I was watching um, someone... That's, that's literally the definition of, in, uh, of insanity. They were driving down where like a lot of the big, taller buildings are. I don't know if I'd call them skyscrapers, but huge buildings. Vacant. Detroit vacant, or Chicago? Detroit. Yeah. Vac- I mean, yeah. these massive buildings. No one's there. No one's there. No one's there. Yeah, it's sad. It's my hometown, man, and I, I got to look at it from a distance, having lived away for so long, going, what happened? Mm. You know, even though I saw what was happening, but it's, you know, to see it all these years later, but downtown, downtown, where the stadiums are, where the, you know, Lions play, the Pistons play, yeah. and blah, 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 that's booming again. Haven't experienced it myself, but I've seen, and anyway. On a side note, real quick, I saw somebody uh, show a graph it, it was just uh, sh- the outline of Chicago, right? Mm-hmm. And not in like an aerial view, but just, you know, street map, whatever. And they had two, they had a yellow dot for everywhere there was a shooting in the past eight years. On the left was just shootings, and on the right was police-involved shootings. On the right where the police-involved shootings were, I mean, it was like peppers of yellow, right? No- nothing crazy. The one that was just shootings with no police involvement, it was like probably Chicago at night. I mean, it was yellow everywhere. Like a war zone? Democrat-run city. Look at Portland. Look at Seattle. Shocker. Dumps. Los Angeles. San Francisco. I mean, dumps. Yep. Yeah, they're, they're doing a lot of good for their people. But yet, where do those elected officials live? And how are they living? They're in a bubble, man. You don't matter. Gated community, and let's face it. it goes let's the, take their guns, except for us. We need we need armed guards. <laughs> it's the it's the Republican Party too, man. Yeah, there's there's lots. Of, it's it's politics, man. The machine is corrupt, which is why they hate Trump so much. He's not a career politician. He's not even a politician. He came. What I find still hilarious is just a few years before he ran for president, every scumbag career politician wanted to be his buddy and show up for a photo op and that whole nine yards. Everybody embraced him. Once they found out he wasn't on board and he... Didn't want him. He risked their cakewalk. He's a racist, yeah. Do you know how many black friends that dude has? And Mexicans that work for him that are happier than hell? The guy is the farthest thing from a racist, and a lot of his friends who aren't white have come out and be like, you know what, it really troubles me that people would i mean this guy has done all kind he's done all kinds of things for all kinds of people he did a lot but more for the uh whatever minority communities he's also than than barack obama did right. or any other president he's like, also bright enough to know that what he's hearing about himself isn't true it's coming from scumbags in the media and the career politicians it's not coming from the masses when it comes to uh you know the the, the common people because I think the people that are in those communities know that when, wait, when Trump was in office, we kind of had a better ride here. Barack didn't do anything. So. 45. 
Uh, all right, so Biden, let's go on to, uh, oh, man, Senator Josh Hawley. He's a Republican. He is a pit bull, man. I like him. From Missouri. He announced on Twitter last night the uh, the Senate unanimously passed his bill requiring the government intelligence about the origins of COVID-19 must be declassified. Do you hear that, Anthony Fauci? Dun, dun, dun. Everything you lied to Rand Paul about in the... Uh, in the those testify deals that you did, um, the uh, the passage of the bill, which was also sponsored by Senator Mike Braun, the Republican from Indiana, comes one day after the U.S. Department of Energy and later the FBI confirmed that a lab leak from the Wuhan Institute of Virology is the most likely origin of the pandemic. Huh. It's kind of huh? who else said that? I can't wow. name. Yeah, almost everybody China. escapes. Yeah. China, the China virus, <laughs> uh, which most were thinking for themselves with common sense early on already knew. Anthony Fauci's NIH funded the WIV uh, gain-of-function research, and millions died as a result. He then lied under oath to Congress about his agency's activities, which means he lied like crazy to Rand Paul um, when he testified before Congress. Like I said, it, it, that's a crime in itself. Just say, just You're doing that. under oath. House Democrats have said that uh, they will oppose the legislation, of, of course, course. Um, but the measure the the, uh, the measure will still pass thanks to the GOP controlling the legislative body. Still, the Republicans holding a slim majority in the House. The uh, measure is likely to succeed. Bring it! Yeah, bring it! I'd love to hear about <laughs> it. Can't wait. Josh Howley, by the way, he is. I'm telling you, that guy is the real deal. I've watched him interview quite a couple people here recently. Uh, he was. Um, examining the uh, attorney general and was just grilling him about the uh, FBI raid on um, Trump's house. Yeah, and it turns out that the FBI on the ground, who we said that, so first the attorney general, whatever his inbred's name is, he said that it was up to the field agents on the ground to do whatever. Pass well, the buck. It turns out that all these FBI agents are like, oh, no, they're, you're not going to run our name through the mud. Right. We We were against it. You made us do it. And so Josh Howley's like, oh, I thought you said this. and Lying. Number lying one, under oath. Number one sign of a spineless criminal is just passing the buck yeah. immediately. They all did it in the New York mob, not back in the 40s and 50s, but 80s, 90s, and everything else beyond that. They all started ratting on each other. That's all they are is rats. Nothing but a rat. His whole family a bunch of rats. Dance, <laughs> dance that thing over to me. <laughs> everything goes back to a mob movie, I man. I see that. Uh, so some of the best comments are, uh, from regular people, our people, um, online. Fire Drake says, LOL, when safe and effective turned into suddenly and unexpectedly in two short years. Somebody else said Fauci, or Fauci, um, must have missed a bribe payment to the Senate. Uh-oh. That's a good point. Uh-oh. And then someone by the name of G-Man said, they need to make him surrender his passport. The heat is on. I agree with that. You can't go anywhere, chump. Even if he does, they'll go get him. Um, all right, how do you say that? This actress's name, Hayden Panettiere. Yeah. Her younger brother, Jansen, died suddenly. Uh, since we're going from COVID to, we might as well talk about a couple more deaths, right? Suddenly, at the age of 28, sources previously told TMZ that foul play was not suspected in this young man's death. 
though the cause wasn't clear at the time. In an update published by TMZ, the outlet obtained the police report from the investigation and learned that it had uh, it was Jansen's friends who called 911 after he missed a meeting and no one had heard from him. The report indicates that Jansen was discovered sitting upright in a chair, though unresponsive. And he was rushed to a nearby hospital where he was pronounced dead. Now, that tells me... Now, obviously, I don't have any concrete anything. I'm just kind of reading the room. All these people are dying at young ages. If you've seen any of the footage of these people, whether they're playing basketball on a court, they're playing tennis, they're uh, the no, the local news person that died on live camera, or the lady that was, her death was witnessed on a surveillance camera at a, uh, at a fitness gym. I think they were doing yoga or aerobics, something like that. She's, you know, completely fine, and all of a sudden she stands up, and she looks off to the left, and then she falls over. She was dead before she hit the ground. She didn't break her fall or anything like that. It very well could have happened while he is sitting in the chair and just had a massive heart attack brought on by the clots that were inspired by the shots. Mm. And the fact that none of these articles go on to even raise the question is the number one sign I mean, up until recently, I would say, can we please raise the question? It's the number one sign that that's what it is, because we know the mainstream media is bought and paid for. They don't want to acknowledge that angle. They don't even want to shine light on that angle. Hence the football player. What's his face? Um, I don't know his name. I know you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about. He was playing the the Bengals. The guy, the Bills player? Yeah. That was playing the Bengals. And he won't even acknowledge it on Good Morning America. I don't want to talk about it. You could have just saved lives by acknowledging it. He doesn't want to lose his job. Yeah. He's got the proverbial gun to the head. Don't talk about the shot, man. We'll offer you a gig on ESPN. You can make, you know, $200,000 a year for the rest of your life. I mean, most, I'm pretty sure just about every pharmacy still when, when, you know, CVS, Walgreens, I could be wrong, but I know CVS for sure. When you call them. What are they telling you to come get? The jab. Yeah. It's only fourteen ninety nine now. Oh. It's affordable. Vitamin C and D and ivermectin's a lot cheaper than that. Dude, I'm telling you, it's... Uh, I saw a bus, and I, t- I might have already mentioned this in the previous episode. A there, bus. Was a, there was a bus in Middletown that said, get vaccinated. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me, man? It's 2023. We're still talking about getting vaccinated? When foreign countries are pulling up the anchor on that whole narrative and saying, no, man, we're done. This guy was, this this gamer guy was like complaining because, uh, you know, this new game came out and it had all these glitches or whatever. And they'd only been working on it for a couple months. And he's all upset. The game has glitches and bugs and this and that. And it's like, he had like this, you know, it's a uh, whatever. And, and he's sitting there and he just thinks, he's like, Start thinking about the vaccine, like, wait a minute. <laughs> they cranked that thing out real quick, right? I wonder if they worked out all the kinks in there. Hmm, I don't know. No. Well, let's, it's, it's it, man. Let's, this, is, this is it. This is your whatever. Uh, Jansen Penetier officially died due to issues on, with his heart. Quote, though it offers little solace, the medical examiner reported that he, uh, his sudden passing was due to Cardiomegaly, cardiomegaly, heart something. It's an enlarged heart. 
uh, coupled with aortic valve complications. And this is all textbook COVID shot stuff. I mean, you can go online, uh, thomasrens.com. That's the lawyer that's been handling all this. Hold on a second. You go to his website, you can get the whole Pfizer data dump. It gives you every side effect, every disease that it's known to cause, every test it's ever failed, and the mainstream media won't tell you about it. It's out there. Yeah. We've got it. Thomas Ren Thomas Dash Renz R E N Z dot com. One stop shopping. You click on the link, you go right to everything that this shot, the Pfizer shot, is guilty of doing. At the top of that list is aphasia, which we all know is what Bruce Willis is dying of right now. So what did he do? He was part of the Hollywood machine, the uh, the Hollywood machine that was all about this shot, pushing the agenda right out of the gate. And he came down. I mean, can't you? I mean, that's common sense, isn't it? Mm. Do you need somebody to physically spell it out for you? Because I'm not waiting around for someone else to give me that information. I'm digging for it myself. And whatever the media is not telling you, I'll go dig up and find out for myself. I don't need to rely on them. Uh, I like what you're putting down here, Matt. You're basically saying, do your own research. Don't listen to what... They tell you on TV and the Who wants radio to be a sheep? and yeah and whatever, man. I'm telling you what they tell you only what they want you to know. You got to find out stuff for yourself. You can't. Ignorance is not bliss. Ignorance these days will literally kill you. Literally, I would really like to see a graph about how how the deaths with heart thing. Uh, I'm, I'm having trouble putting my words together right now. I would like to see a graph on the since thing? 2019, how many people have died from oh. heart problems. I bet you it goes yeah. like this. Oh, no, those graphs are all over the place. Uh, dude, I wish, I wish you would have brought that up in the pre-show meeting. I would have printed it out. Coming soon, we're going to have something to where we can do a side yeah. screen or whatever and, and show everything that we're talking about man i the see graph from yeah. you know the beginning of time up until 2019 and then that same graph taking it's gonna yeah. go off the it's screen it's gonna be astronomical like, oh i don't see anything here yeah. <laughs> and then if you also look at that graph in 2019 probably through 2022 deaths from the flu down <laughs> what happened to the flu oh see they they took them from this column yeah. and they eh, put them over at this column yeah don't need brain surgery for that. Uh, former New York Mets pitching prospect Matt po- Poberico, 31 years of age, passed away uh, last week today, a week ago Friday, reportedly due to a heart attack. Uh, he, he competed most recently in the Mexican League and Dominican Winter League. Uh, he was in his apartment in West Chicago, in a West Area Chicago suburb, when he collapsed Friday and was later discovered by his girlfriend, uh, they said he just dropped, and that's all we know. They go on to say what a great guy he is, and it was just awesome. Not downplaying any of that, but again, nothing mentioned. Did he get the shot? Why can't we just include that? We know why we can't include that, because they know that's what did it. And the re- and he- here's something else I've heard, actually, is that they'll say, well, that's not sensitive to be asking if they, you know, you're not being sensitive to someone dying if you want to know if they got a job What about two years ago when I, I was lo- expecting? I, I, I want to know. I, I want to know. It should be. So what part's not sensitive? The fact that you're inquiring for that information? What about the, uh, they were inquiring for that information when I said no? 
Exactly. See, that's how this is completely the, flipped. Yeah, I'm telling you, they they're remember. I I, I remember because, dude, I I, I was told many... screw you, get the shot. Screw you, give me the information. Yeah. Did he have the shot? No, 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 no. no. Screw you, give us the information. Yeah. And, and now, you know, they're not gonna. So it was, you know, basically shut up and get vaccinated. You're a horrible person. You're putting everyone at risk. If you don't do it, if you don't wear your mask, it's not. Dude, I got so much. I'm a pretty laid, laid back, chill dude. When I go into a store, I'm pretty much minding my own business. Might, you know, smile every now and then. But walk in somewhere without a mask. Remember when all that was going on? Dude, I, I'm, you'd think I just murdered a mm-hmm. bunch of people. I remember I walked into a... Um, a store to get batteries. We were doing a job down the street and we needed batteries for the laser because we were doing grading. And I walked in there without a mask and the lady behind the counter lost her mind on me like I was going to kill her. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I said, I grabbed the batteries because they were right there and I was like, can I just get these? You can't buy anything unless you have a mask on. Uh, Give me the article. Give me the pamphlet. Give me the... uh... Give me the uh, the information that you have online. Pull up on your phone. Give me the endless amounts of information that your doctor gave you about what this mask does that benefits you. Oh, you don't have any. They don't. You just followed the rest of the herd because you're a mindless sheep. Yep. Oh, is that what it was? Okay. So to that lady, screw you. Yeah. Uh, we don't. We never had to wear the mask. And I, you know what? It really. We only. Some of us only wore it for a little while, so we didn't have to hear your squeaky wheels, man. Yeah. If you wanted to fly, you had to wear. I, I was going to. Uh, where'd I go? Freaking joke. I went to Uganda, and it was. If you were in the airport, buddy, if you didn't have your mask on, they were getting you out of there, and it just. Oh my gosh! It was like. In my core, on the inside, like, here I am walking in the airport, but on the inside, I'm, like, punching myself in the face, like, I shouldn't have to freaking do this, and I shouldn't And you're have. mad at yourself yeah, that you I was had like, to yeah. give in Then I had to buckle because I wanted to go to Uganda to do a missions trip, and here I am. You I'm like, fall I in line. To, Yeah, man, walk, walk, I felt like such a... Chump. Oh, man, I, the feelings I'm mm-hmm. even thinking about it right now makes me tense, because it's, like, it's so garbage. I, I, I think I shared this already. I was at work. And they were like, hey, if you're going to, you know, do the concrete thing, if you're going to, you know, do needle scaling on this, it puts up silica, you might want to wear a mask. And I was like, I'm not going to wear a mask just for the simple fact is I don't want people to think <laughs> that I'm a crazy liberal. <laughs> and that's that was my boss's reaction. He laughed. He's like, are you serious? I was like, yeah, I'm not wearing a mask. Yeah. I don't even care if it's for my own safety Good anymore call. when it comes to... You know, silica, which is actually really harmful if you breathe it in. I'd rather breathe that in I don't want than be to, labeled a liberal. I don't want them to think I fear yeah. the COVID. I don't want yeah. them to think I'm a liberal. So, so, so I went and I went and got a mask, and I put, <laughs> I love Biden on it and put it on my boss's yeah. uh, workstation. Awesome. And he had, yeah, he lost his. He thought it was funny. So yeah, I'm not wearing a mask even if it's for my own good. Not funny as anything Bill Gates says. Uh, he has acquired a minority stake in one of the world's most famous beer companies. The billionaire globalist bought a uh, $902 million stake in Heineken. Um, and although he said previously he's not a big beer drinker, if you're not a big beer drinker, why do you care? Uh, he just purchased a near $1 billion stake in the Dutch brewery's parent company. Why is that? 
Uh, Insider reported, despite previously saying he's not a beer drinker, Bill Gates bought $902 million in Heineken. The billionaire acquired 3.76% holding NV, Heineken's uh, parent company, on February 17th. So this was just about a week and a half ago. According to a uh, filing in the Netherlands Financial Markets Authority, he bought 6.65 million shares of the beer com- uh, company directly per the filing and another 4.18 I'm sorry 4.18 million shares through the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation Trust. The value of Gates' overall stake was worth around 848 million uh, euros or 901.6 million dollars as of market close on Friday. Uh, that was the day of the transaction. Yeah, I'm looking at that. By the right. way, Heineken also tied in with the World Economic Forum. And he's already partnered with DFID to inject cattle with poisonous mRNA. So let's see, he's got all the farmland. Let's let's put the pieces together. A lot of farmland. He's got the, far, the ch- a big chunk of the U.S. farmland. Mm-hmm. He's got a big chunk of all these, uh, these cattle. Now he's got beer. Which uh, Heineken Steak, owns 170 beer. brands. I just looked that up because I knew it wasn't. Hunter, so it's not just Heineken. Yeah, that's why I want to look up. So right. Heineken isn't, it's just not Heineken. There's 170 other brands that Heineken owns. There you go. There you go. And, and tell me what a philanthropist computer guy, I mean, why? Why? All of a sudden he's got You know it's not cattle and yeah. what, what is this? It's not his expertise. Uh, yeah. He's definitely not trying to, you know, buy low, sell high. He's trying. He's up to something. He wants to kill high. Yeah. Let's just face it, man. That dude does not like you. Uh, Bill Gates does not like you. He wants nothing good for you. Tarot 9000 online says he will put poison in the beer like he puts into everything else he touches. You've been warned. There you have it. Uh, here's, Here's a last topic for the day. This ought to get my man here. By the way, Bill Gates, you suck. In case you didn't catch on yet, we think you suck, Bill Gates. That's funny. I was watching their podcast and I thought they were big fans of mine. Uh, Sadly, there are multiple chapters of the After School Satan Club. Oh my gosh! Across the uh, country, with more to come. Mostly, uh, most recently, the Sacon Valley School District in Pennsylvania has faced controversy over allowing the ASSC to hold meetings, then changing its position on the matter. This is according to the Morning Call. Some community members decreed, uh, or decried, decreed, the decision to allow the club to meet at the school in the first place, but others, including about a dozen representing the after-school Satan Club, criticized Superintendent Jamie whoever for changing her mind. Craig Hay isn't one of them. Hay, whose children went to... These, uh, this same school district said he thinks the club would be harmful to children and could lead to antisocial behavior. And he's calling for uh, this uh, superintendent to resign, as they should. Um, what do you think? Satan clubs at elementary schools. What did they take out of school? Exactly. They took the Ten Commandments out of school. But now they're trying to bring Satan in. They I took don't... God out of school. This is what happens when you do those things. I, when I when I think if you couldn't tell already, when you talk about little kids and putting them and trying to indoctrinate them or whatever it is, it it's really a button for me because 
Not only because I have children before I had children. Children are young and innocent and they're so moldable and they're they're sponges and when you have idiots bring, yeah let's let's have a satan club what because like, satan is so good what has satan ever done that was good the bother the the bible says that he is the father of all lies he the bible says in john 10 10 the thief which is the devil comes to kill steal and destroy the devil absolutely wants to destroy and kill people and he wants to start off as young as he can get if he can't kill him, he'll use him, and he'll use him, and then kill him and throw him away. Or he'll the, turn him into a he/she or um, something. It's absolutely demonic. And when you try to put that off on little kids, I'm telling it's it's garbage. And I truly hope that the church in that area, the people in that area, get themselves together and go and shut that down. All ASAP. areas. All yeah. areas. Well, it ain't happening around. I, I send my kids to private school, and that's why I say if you're going to send your kids to public school, you better be going to PTA meetings. You better be a part of you know what's going on with the Board of Education and all that stuff there because they're trying to put all kinds of crap off on kids. I just watched, um, and I think I sent it to you. There is a mayor, and I wish I knew what exact school district and, and state was in. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Where he sat down for 20 seconds. I'm the mayor. This isn't going to fly with me. Standing ovation to walk to There away. was a book that they were um, reading the children in this school. And this book basically talks about sex and, you know, homosexual sex and all this stuff. And the the parents were livid about it. So the mayor got wind of it because, you know, the school board, they're just going to do what they want to do. So the mayor went to a judge, talked about it, and said, you're basically... I got it right here. Yeah. We, shortly, we'll be able to play clips live while we're, we're talking about this, but... It's Craig Schubert. I'm the mayor of this city. It has come to my attention that your educators are distributing essentially what is child pornography in the classroom. Yep. I've spoken to a judge this evening. She's already confirmed that. So I'm going to give you a simple choice. You either choose to resign from this Board of Education or you will be charged. Thank you. That's all he had to say. And and you know, you know why the mayor did that? Is because people were like, uh-uh. This ain't happening. Yeah. And they got together and they made something happen. That's the only way things are going to change is if people stand up and say, uh-uh, we're not doing this. We're not giving up. We're not caving in. We're not doing the woke thing. We're not doing the cancel culture thing. We're not doing the LGBTQIA, whatever it is now thing. No way. Whatever you do in the privacy of your own home is great. Remember, these these are the same people that will be like, don't shove your religion down my throat. Don't don't try to put Jesus off on and me. Look what happened. Meanwhile, you better hang up our you better let us hang up our uh, gay flag. And I, I was actually listening. This guy um, is a homosexual. I, I I don't know his name, but he was a man. He was sitting in front of this panel of people, and he was saying, "I refuse as a gay man to send my child to school here because the pride flag." is a flag about sex. It has nothing to do with liberties and this and that. It is their sexual preference, and that's what that flag stands for. And that is what they made that flag stand for. It's about sexual preference. It's about sodomy and whatever, whatever. I'm telling you right now, it's disgusting. And for them to be putting that crap off on our kids, 
makes my blood boil and it needs to stop. What do you say to the uh, the, the 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 nuts out there that just want to wreak havoc and they're Satanism is technically a religion, so we should have freedom to all religions, you know, and you know, sure, whether it's Christianity or, or Judaism or blah, 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 blah. I, you know what? I've got zero tolerance for Satanism. I don't care that you're offended if you're into Satanism. No, ain't flying. It's evil. It's wrong. It's dark. Get out. Weirdos. You know, if you're Jewish, I, hey, whatever. I don't care. If you're a Buddhist, I don't care. <laughs> if you're Christian, welcome to the party. But if you're Satanist... Nah, nah, I ain't hanging with you, man. Because everything else is peaceful. Everything else is peaceful. Oh, they'll try to, I'm, I'm telling you, these Satanists try to twist up stuff and make, oh, well, we're actually this or that. And they, yeah, when it when it all boils down to it. But they're on Saturday. Yeah, they're creep-o weirdos. Don't want to be around them. All right, that's going to wrap it up for this edition of the Freedom Ring. Uh, you want to pray us out really fast, maybe? Sure. You know what? That'd be a good story to pray over. Yeah, Go Father, ahead. in the name of Jesus, I thank you for getting men and women uh, just a fire on the inside of them to stand up in their communities, stand up in their in their on their school boards and and in their PTA meetings if they send their kids to uh, public schools. To be a shining light in, in what this dark agenda and what these people from the far left are trying to push on our children. I'm absolutely disgusted by it, God, and I know that you're absolutely disgusted with this child abuse. And all these horrible things are trying to put off on these little children. So thank you for raising up men and women with spines who will go out and be bold and courageous and take this thing head on. We, we just thank you for the show. We thank you for all our viewers. I thank you for keeping the blood of Jesus over each and every one of them. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Have yourself a good weekend. Pray for the country. Pray for your family. Pray for this show. And share it, please. Share, share, share. Subscribe. Share. And, leave um, comments. Regardless of whatever platform you're getting our show send from. Send email. We let are Matt ex- know. We are extremely grateful. And share <laughs> Send some email, freedomring at gmail.com. I'm Matt Toludo. That's Brother James. Adios. Later. Where's the off button? There we go.